We're live. Yeah, it's been a hectic five minutes, boys. Yeah, it was we wild. just want to go in. Did anybody, uh, anybody in the comments, just ask Josh's favorite Quentin Tarantino movie? Transformers. Spoiler. Second, second favorite Quentin Tarantino movie, Josh. Django Unchained. Oh, I thought it was Batman. That's his third favorite. Oh, third, favorite. Um, so fun up, fun episode, fun episode coming here. We're recording yeah. right after what? the weekend's games have finished. Yeah, that's true. How this is a first? Yeah, it's the first time we've ever been like together in person to do this stuff after a game. I think we're just gonna do the liver. Yeah, the, the, get right into the, the game. Sta- the standard yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Go. Do you want to start with Saturday's games and then go into Sunday, or do you want to start with what's really fresh? Well, and then we can talk about Saturday. Let's start with the fresh stuff. Let's, yeah. let's get right let's into go, the, let's go reverse the blood's hot. Yeah. Uh, so the boys all linked up, went to the zoo today. Uh, Josh, has, Josh has been representing us while we've been kind of moving about and doing the life thing outside the podcast. Mm. But we've been able to, uh, to take today's opportunity to get together and watch some live footy down at the zoo. Got to see the homie bird. Always a joy to see him, especially after an Arsenal win, because he's in a great mood. Mm. Also, shout out Mark, owner of the zoo. Great Mark, dude. Yes. He said hi to us. And Absolutely. shout out KP Pills. Yep. Shout out Kennedy Park Pilsner. It's best best fucking beer in Portland. Also, uh, shout out. Second favorite beer. Slapshot. Mm. Both of them. Both of them are co-favorites, I would yeah, say. Yeah, co- co- they're, they're 1A, 1B. They're different. You know, this is a session ale. A little bit more bite. KP, no, it's the other way around. I, I think Kennedy Park Pilsner has got a little more like sting to it, and okay. this is just like nice, easy drinking. You know what I mean? You could okay, you go to a hockey game, you could or you know watch some footy with this. It's a great footy beer too. This is a this is a hockey beer. Uh, it's a footy beer too. It's, you think it's a footy beer? It's just nice and easy to drink. You could drink like six of them. You're not even drunk. That's true. That's true. Maybe it's that's a good not tasting the, beer. That's, that's the marketing line. plan for the beer. Drink six, not drunk, but you know, you could. I could for sure. This is true. Mitch, any takes on beer? <laughs> I can't have beer. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm gluten free, so I unfortunately can look at the cans, but uh, cannot touch. Mm. They look great, though. Yeah, great branding. You know who Love else looked packaging. looked great today? Mohamed Salah. Yeah, two Salah was solid. Goals. Salah was solid. Kanate was solid. Van Dyke was solid. Allison. Um, Allison was good. I will say though, Mitch and I were talking about this in the car on the way back here, and maybe maybe you'll feel the same way. Maybe you won't. I do think that your win today was definitely today day of recording, which is Sunday, uh, November sixth. Uh, I do think the Liverpool win today was more indicative of a poor Tottenham performance than a good Liverpool performance. Like you guys definitely were good. You took your chances. You like made your most of what Tottenham gave you. But ultimately, the two goals Liverpool scored were gifts from the Tottenham defense. I think being clinical in the situations where teams give you those goals is you know you take those to the bank. You get your three points. You get the fuck out of there. But I think if Tottenham played the way they did the last like 15 minutes of the game for the full 90, it would have been a very different picture. I'm not entirely sure if Conte would like, oh, need a goal now and kind of like really drastically change things. Uh, but about no what, objections from me on that. Yeah, I, I definitely felt like it was a poor Tottenham and not like a brilliant Liverpool. Not, not, that's not taking away anything from the performance today of Liverpool either. They won the game, they got the three points, they were the better side. But ultimately, I think it was because Tottenham kind of like, you know, we, we all saw what Eric Dyer did. Yeah, and Tottenham also had their chances to score. Absolutely. Hitting the post twice, uh, Lengla had a free header in the box, like five yards away from goal. Tottenham had plenty of chances to score, and they didn't do it. With that being said, with our form away from home at Tottenham, you know, a huge stadium, I'll take that 2-1 win, snatch and grab all oh, yeah. day. Oh, yeah. All day. Easily could not could have been like 
a six four game with the amount of chances that yeah. that w- w- were in this fixture. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was a very mis- messy midfield for the most part, aside from like Fabinho. Fabinho, I thought, had a really great day positioning, putting the right challenges in when he needed to, um, which I thought was a, a great change of pace for him. Um, yeah, because he's not been good this season for the most no, part. No, no, he he's looked lost, no, and no, no. Um, you know, it's I I think I I agree with what you said. Mm. Um, I just think that it is pretty indicative of Liverpool being clinical in those moments and capitalizing because we haven't had that yet this year. Right. Yeah. We haven't we, we haven't had those those full length games of success. So grabbing the first goal early, maintaining the lead throughout the game. All in all, I think this this is a is a big step in the right direction for this Liverpool side. Mm. Josh, yeah. you gonna say Liverpool's back so you lose to the team at the bottom of the table next week again? Who are we playing next week? I don't know, but the last time you said Liverpool are back after a big Leicester you, you lost. Liverpool are are back, I think. Do it's, we have Leicester next week? Be careful. We have a be careful. Cup game. Just be careful. Ah, I know, I know. I mean, we've won, won Ajax, Napoli, Man City, and Tottenham in our last like, six. But you've also seven. lost and to lost Nottingham to Forest Leeds. and Leeds. Yeah, it's So tough. it's a little... I, I think having Kanate back, I mean, what a difference he made today. Yeah, he was immense. He's he was so immense. good at just uh, stepping. Yeah. Like, expecting the balls coming to him and stepping ahead of time and winning it. Just mm-hmm. a one-on-one good defender. He's big, he's strong, out-muscles anyone on the pitch, uh, and he's quick, too. Last, so, note, last note I have on the game, and then, Mitch, you can say your piece. I can't believe I'm going to say this, too. I really... I know what you're gonna say it was a good defensive performance from Trent today. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I, I'll give him his credit where it's due. Uh, probably not the most difficult players running at him. Uh, Sessignon was fucking dog shit for Tottenham today. He's but bad. he was given every opportunity in the book too, and each time he's he squandered it. Mm. Trent, albeit saved himself a couple of times. Uh, I think yeah, he got exposed here. I and think there, he got but... exposed, but he was able to recover, which was he... which was. Huge. Um, but I guess what I was going to say was, um, you know, much like uh, much like Leo DiCaprio in that one Tarantino film, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I've saw uh, that movie, by the way. It's fine. Yeah. No, I just, I just think that, of the uh, recliner. Tarantino directed it, though. I just, no. I just think of the recliner meme uh, of him pointing at the TV, and that's what, like, Pep and Jurgen are doing when Kanate steps. I just wanted to kind of call back to that. I feel like the way Kanate played today is what they're looking for everybody on the pitch yeah. to do. And I think it's just that level of confidence, that miscommunication, knowing when somebody is going to step, when somebody isn't. Thank you for checking. Yeah, we've just been um, having some technical difficulties, folks, but I was just double-checking so, uh, good. Yeah, no, I, I, I think... One more final thought. Yeah. Dar- thoughts on Darwin on the day? I think he deserved a goal. I, I think he deserved a goal. You heard he, me say it at the zoo. I'm not saying it again, all right? You've gotten enough Liverpool praise out of me. He... Uh, I guess my last thought, I think he was in a much more expansive role today. I think he's better on the left he, also. He, I think he's way better on the left for you guys than he quick. is centrally. He's very quick. At, at least the last couple games I've watched for you. I think he's way, like he, he stretches the pitch. He can come inside and cut it on his right foot. He gives Mo a lot of different spaces to run into in the middle of the pitch. I, I think he is better either in a two or not the like main man through the middle as he's playing right now. I think definitely things can change, but yeah. I think he's better on the left. And, yeah. and I, I mean, wrong. you could tell at the end of the game, he was tired just before he came off, obviously comes off after Tottenham make their two subs who come in and make an immediate in- impact Doherty to, uh, 
to, to Kulisevsky and to Kane for the goal minutes after they come on. Um, so there there are some things that I think he's still learning on that left side, but defensively he looks great. He was tracking back they when he needed Rubble to. A lot today. Um, so all in all, I think it was a good performance from both mm. both Liverpool and the fact that Tottenham fucked off today. Mm. Other so. game, Other game that happened today that we definitely do need to touch on, Unai Emery is back. Good evening, so Man United. Yeah. 3-1, Villa over United. Villa come out. They get two quick goals right at the beginning of the game. Um, United just didn't look great. Uh, a player that Josh and I have kind of been hot and cold on. We had a talk about our like mid-season team of the season um, this year. And we, had, you know, we talked about how we thought Lissandra Martinez has been really good. Dropped under 5.9 match rating today, which, I mean... Those are kind of wonky. You'd just be like, oh, we had a 5'9", he's a bad player. But didn't apparently didn't have the greatest game. We only caught the end of it. But to see Unai Emery immediately coming into that Villa side, making a pretty big difference, at least in terms of tactics, and yeah. giving them the boost they need to go out and beat a Man United team that people are like kind of hot on right now. They have good players, man. Villa, Villa do have good players. It's about molding them. They're young, too. Mm. So, I mean, they scored a couple banger goals today, though. Yeah, the Dinier goal was really yeah. good. And then their third one was, was solid United's as well. Goals and an own goal too from Jacob Ramsey. So yeah, they didn't look particularly good. Uh, and interesting thing about that game too, just to quickly chat about with the fellas here: uh, Ronaldo starts and captains Man United today. Yeah, it's weird. It feels like Ten Hag has to make a decision about Ronaldo because mm. he's kind of letting him teeter yeah. totter. It's either lock him out or make him play his role. You know what I mean? I I think. Ronaldo's got a pretty big personality, and it's obviously going to kind of command like a special kind of person to rein that in. I'm just not sure Ten Hag is the guy to to rein in that personality, but I don't think that the United board are comfortable just dumping Ronaldo. Um, I think the fan, from, from my understanding, the fans are kind of on the fence with him as well. Yeah. Um, when he's performing well, he's you know the greatest player of all time, and when he's not, they you know would rather see Garnacho start. Yeah. Up top instead of him. So it's a Fair little enough. hit or miss player. But good to see Emery back in the Premier League and big, big win for the villains. We saw um, Palace take over West Ham 2 at the zoo. Yep. Um, yeah. Great goal from um, Elise. Elise at the end of the game there. Yeah. Really, really good finish from him. Uh, West Ham are bad. West Ham are bad. West Ham are bad. They're not great this season. Piss poor from Antonio at the end of the game there, too. I, I get you. I get you're trying to reach for the goal and, 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 steal the three points at the end but just a not a great dive not yeah. a great dive at the end of that one no only other game uh in that window from today was southampton newcastle uh newcastle won that one four one ultimately raf ralph has got the sack he's mm, been there a while he's victim. probably one of the longer tenured managers in the prem at one club now he's gone now yeah he's gone. uh newcastle look fucking good they yeah, are the real deal. They're probably finishing top eight, I would say, this season, like comfortably. They look really, really good. I think they finished top six. Yeah, definitely. No, definitely. I think I was being a little reserved and saying top okay. eight, but I would agree with top six. I could definitely see them finishing as high as the highest they can finish. Six. Five. Five. I think they could finish fifth. United look bad. Chelsea look teetery. I think you guys, unless you pick your form up, like and stay keeping your form up, you guys could finish six. You know what I mean? We talked about Liverpool, so yeah. I just don't. I don't. If you keep playing the way you're playing right now, like maybe you'll finish fourth. You know what I mean? But I, I need to see a little bit. And I I get the, I get the reaction of the Josh, but like if you think about it, it's, it's, we're performing in one contest and not the other. You know, at the end of the, you're only, you're still, you're still in eighth. 
I'm contentious. I'm ready to bite. I'm ready to bark at someone. Josh, Josh is one misheard comment away from ending up in a newspaper. <laughs> uh, the last game that happened today, too, well, the first game that happened today, yeah. too, was Arsenal 1-0 win over Chelsea. Um, who scored the goal for them? Shit. Gabriel. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah, on the corner. That actually looked like it could have just straight up Olympico. gone in. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was I think it's a good deflection from um, somebody else on the way through mm-hmm. to Gabriel as well. But um, they're the real deal. Yeah, I, I, think, I think Arsenal are title contenders. Like Absolutely. A thousand sure. percent. They're going to be in the, They're going to be right up there, I think, for the rest of the season. I am interested to see. It's funny, Mitch and I were joking about this on the way down. We were like, all right, what's the next thing Josh is going to say to stop writing off Arsenal? Um, but uh, I, I do. I think if you think this, you're right. I'm crazy. No. No, I, I think I'm interested to see how Arsenal handle the congested winter fixtures post-World Cup. Um, they don't have a ton of depth in their, in their forwards, and they're like one Xhaka. Fuck, I can't believe I'm just saying that. But they're a Xhaka injury <laughs> from like actually struggling in the midfield because somehow Granit Xhaka went... Granit Xhaka's playing like fucking Yaya Torre in 2014 yeah. this season. Um, I just don't know about Arsenal. I don't know, like... I have to think about excuses for them, which is shows that they're improving. They're good. I think they're good. I think they're going to be right there. I, I, they they've beaten Liverpool, Tottenham, and Chelsea now. Liverpool game was under protest. Doesn't matter. It's three really really big results. Um, and uh, yeah, I just I I think they're the real deal. I think they're going to be right up there till the the very end. I think it's going to come down to can they stay healthy through the winter? Can they win the games they need to through the fatigue? And can they beat City? Ultimately. Which they're not gonna. I think they could give a city a really good run for their money at the Emirates. A really good run for their money at the Emirates. What, they're not gonna win out, is the thing. Yeah, but City are gonna drop points too. It's gonna be harder, but they'll drop points. I don't think Arsenal have the grit to do a title race like me and. Or I say me as like I am Liverpool, but you are. that us and you have done in recent years. I don't think they have the grit behind it. I, I think we can keep saying that, but like they're showing they do. But it's 13 games. We're but talking 38. They've and, only lost one. And in those 13 games, they've already taken out three of the, the big six. They're good. And they, like, three of the if five. they can stay healthy through the winter, they'll be there in the spring. That's the biggest thing is their fitness. They need their Ajaka injury or like a Saka or Jesus injury away from like a really awkward. I know. But look at their area. injury record. If I had to put money, like if. if I legitimately had to put money on it. I'm not putting a cent on Arsenal to win anything. I would because if they actually won the league, you'd make a decent amount of money. Probably. Well, yeah, you would. You would. But not as much as when Leicester did. But Yeah, well, that's fucking... If you put money on Leicester to win the league back in 2016, good for you, man. You're a fucking time traveler. <laughs> we found you out. Yeah, we've... we Give me the, the books. Who bet on Leicester? Okay, who, McFly. Who put more than 25 pounds, dollars on Leicester to win the league in 2016 because you're a time traveler. We have found you. Anyway, yeah. um, no, I, I think Arsenal are going to be there until the, the very last day of the season. And they're, Very last day. Uh, maybe not very last day. It, it really depends. If they can stay healthy through the winter, there's no reason they can't keep competing with City like they are right now. We don't know how the World Cup's going to affect everything, too. Also very true. So that's yeah. a complete, like, we are just, we have and no I, idea. I think that's that's kind of where the, the conversation started, because we're, we're three weeks away now. You know, so If England if, makes... If, right, we're... we're I mean, two-ish. Yeah, we're two yeah, weeks away we're, from the World we're Cup. We're fifteen days. Fifteen days. So, if you're 
if you're looking at the season, we're 14 games in, five away from the midway point. We're taking eight weeks off, six weeks off. Yeah, it's like end of November to the middle of December. These guys are playing on the biggest stage. They're obviously going to go out for their country, and then you have the guys that aren't. Arsenal have a bunch of players that are leaving for this World Cup that are that are on teams that are looking for success. So they're going to play mm. a deep World Cup. A lot of England, Brazil. a lot of Brazil. Uh, England. Jocko will play every minute for Switzerland. That's, that's what yeah. I'm saying. If England went like to the final and played seven games, Saka, Ben White, well, Ben White probably won't start for England, but uh, they have some... Saka is the main concern, yeah. I think. I don't know how a player can come back like fresh from that. You can't. Because you you're going harder than you probably do. For, you, and you not saw, saying they don't go... 100% for regular right. games. But but as Liverpool fun. fans, we saw what it took out of a player like Mo last year. You know? Like, yeah, he did Afcon, not come back yeah. the same yeah, the player. AFCON yeah. is Africa's World Cup. Like, that, I feel like, in it's some, like Euro, you know some I mean? context, it could be bigger. It's huge yeah. for them. Um, because it's it's the local bragging rights at that point. You're, you're with the people that you live with, and it is like Euro. I get so, what you're saying. So, I, I, I don't know. I just think... I think Arsenal are in a place that they haven't been in a long time. Arteta is... Yeah, since like 2016, they finished second, right? I think the Leicester so. season, they finished second. They finished over, did they finish yeah. ahead of Spurs that year? They finished second. So. Um, so I'll power to them. You know, I'll, I'll root for them. I'm not going to... I'm not, not going to root for them. I'm not going to... I'm not going to sit here and say I'm an Arsenal fan. But if you're looking at it objectively... The work they've put in to get to where they are and still hold mm. this 13 weeks in, 14 weeks in, where they were in last place just starting to turn it around this time last year. Yeah. I mean, they were they lost their first three games. It, right, but they, they're not doing that this year. Yeah, they so, look good. So I, I will I just... No, I, you're, you're right. Yeah. I just... I, I want to see a team succeed that, that hasn't because we've been there. As Liverpool fans, fuck that! I, <laughs> I don't want to fucking see the I, Gunners. Dude, I'm they're, not the, going to, they're I'm, the most arrogant fucking fans. Clip it. Not all of them. <laughs> Clip not it, all of them. He says they, they're living on the fucking bollocks of Thierry Henry and those fucking title teams from the 2000s. They still think they're like playing yesterday. It feels like they, that little gold trophy they hold like their most valuable possession. And and now it's hard to do. They, it's hard. It's, hard, it's to. hard to do that. And now they have a team that they can be proud of after. a very long time. I will say, like you've done it before, though. I, w- I will say, I do think it's really funny. Um, a lot of Arsenal fans on Twitter um, are. It's it's really funny. I'm seeing a lot of interaction between Arsenal and Liverpool fans, and the Arsenal fans are like, "Bro, we really have to get fucking a hundred points to beat this City team." And a lot of Liverpool fans are just like replying to him, being like, "Yeah, man, we've done this for three years. It's fucking taxing. Like, have fun. Yeah. It's hell." Yeah, like they they look at us and they they say this this Liverpool City rivalry has has gone on too long, and now they want to bitch about how much it takes to actually get there, like. Last year we came so close, but we're so disgustingly far away that it's a forgettable season. You know what I mean? In in the context of football, so now, now he admits it. Wouldn't admit it on the episodes last. I'm season, not. Now that's not what I'm admitting. I'm, I'm <laughs> you spe- said that you said the word. I'm, you said the word. I'm speaking on the conversation. Clip it. We've got. He said forgettable. It's we can't in there. just say clip it every time somebody says some <laughs> shit, guys. Okay. 
What I'm saying is, Arsenal are good. They've earned the praise at this point in the season. Yes. I'll give them that. Yeah. Um, we'll talk, buy you we'll two talk a ticket again. to the Emirates at we'll the We'll talk again season. mid-January. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk again mid-January. Let's chat after the World Cup. Let's chat, let's chat, yeah, let's chat at the end of January and see how they're feeling. Um, let's go to Saturday's games. Yeah, Forrest Brentford, that was the first one, 2-2. Two, two. Uh, Didn't watch it. Don't have much of a take on that. Wolves Brighton, I had on in the background, I'll admit. That was a, a back and forth one. Wolves got a red card again. Brighton actually uh, starting to kind of build under Deserby a little bit. Yeah, they, they look good. I think they so, look good. They played good in every game, even though they've lost like a few under him. Because I mean, he started off with like I don't think a win in six. Yeah, well, their uh, first couple games it was like City, Liverpool, Liverpool, and then they beat Chelsea four one. But they played really good against yeah. City. They played us man to man for the entire game. Guardiola even said after the game like he made him yeah. throw his game plan out the window. That's why we went long to Holland for that goal. It was like. Oh, they're playing as man-to-man. Holland's open. Ederson fucking kick it. Yeah. You know? Uh, I think they look really solid. I think they will end up turning it around under him. They play really good ball. Um, and Trossard's a baller. Yeah, Trossard's a baller. pretty good. Brighton has some good players that are probably going to get pillaged. Yep. Um, Everton-Leicester. Leicester won that one too. No, I didn't watch this one. Madison scored a good goal. Madison should play in the World Cup for England. Mm. That's a hot take. A lot was of it Madison are... that scored the good goal for them? I might be fucking talking out of my no, ass. No, it was Tielman. 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 Yeah, yeah, I actually I dipped. Yeah. Yeah, Tielman uh, scored a banger. Trevella volley from the top right of the box. Oof. Yeah, Oof. great. Goal. It was nice. Great goal. Um, Leeds Bournemouth. This one was a crazy one. I need to go back and rewatch the replay for this yeah. game. Four three Leeds. Uh, Bournemouth were up three one at one point. Leeds came back one at four three at home. Um, don't like that some of there. There are some pundits that were like saying Leeds over celebrated it, saying it was like they celebrated it like it was the Champions League final. Like it's fucking Leeds, and they yeah. just came back and from. Two goals down to win four three. A lot of people don't like Jesse Marsh. That's, I love the, that's the underlying thing is the English pundits don't like Jesse Marsh. I fucking love Jesse Marsh. He's I love fun. I love Jesse Marsh. Fuck you, Graham Soundness. I don't even know if it was you that said it or not, but fuck you, Graham Soundness. Not Soundis. so hot take. I, we need Jesse Marsh at the at the helm of the U.S. team. Yeah, if, if he ever is tired of Leeds, we'll get him in. Oh my god, please! I'm begging. I'm actually I'm on my fucking hands and knees. The U.S. Soccer Federation, please. Please hire because Jesse Marsh if what, he ever needs a job. What he's doing with the talent he has is impressive. And he'll play the good Americans that play in Europe and not play any favorite to the MLS. To go back to your Graham Sooness comment, uh, I had a, a joke come in my head and I was going to deliver it. Um, Let's hear it. <laughs> Pogba, you have to wonder where he was with that lead celebration. <laughs> <laughs> You have to I wonder. had to bring that back for that. You have, you have to wonder, <laughs> have what to could wonder. Pogba have done for Bournemouth to help them not lose the Leeds? <laughs> God, I, done a lot. I love those. I hate Graham Sunis, man. That's all I'm going to say. I just can't fucking stand that old, decrepit fucker. And that's talking Graham Sunis. Uh, can't stand him. Last game, Man City Fulham. 2-1. I was spooky. Citizens. That game was spooky. Pat was pooping himself. Julian for- Alvarez scored a fucking Sergio Aguero-esque goal. Uh, great ball through from Gundogan. Tight angle finish. He's, he's, Julian Alvarez is he's a baller. Fine. He's really good. I think he's really good. He's you compared him to Jesus earlier in the week. He's everything Jesus was, but he can finish. <laughs> Do you think he's going to be better than Jesus? Yeah, he can finish. How old is he? 22? 21. 22. 21. He's younger. He's every, he, gave, he gives us everything Jesus gave us in the front line, the pacing, or the pacing, the pressing, the pace, the energy. 
the willingness to run, the fucking playing across a front three, dropping deep to get on the ball, but he can finish. He scores. He can score goals. He's yeah. just a better finisher than Jesus was, and that was like the reason Jesus didn't succeed for us is he just wasn't a killer in front of the net, and Alvarez is. And then Holland comes off the bench. Uh, Cancelo gets sent off. We'll talk about the red card for a second because... So... I think it was soft, but it was a red card. He was the last man back. It was a dumb challenge. He shoulder barged him. Sometimes you see him not get called, uh, like today in the Tottenham-Liverpool game. Different. It was the same challenge. Nah. It was the same challenge. That was the same challenge. Watch it back. It was the same challenge. Cancelo got sent off for that today. One was, it was, one the, was near the spot. The other was the top left corner of the 18. It was the same challenge. They were both in the box. It was a player coming in from behind, pushing on the back of another player, extending the arm, barging the shoulder, whatever you want to call it, did not play the ball. It was the same type of challenge that got Cancelo sent mm-hmm. off. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Just, I mean, it was a red card. Sure, whatever. That's fine. He can get sent off for that. It was a pen. It is what it is. But all I'm saying is, same exact challenge happened today, and there was no call for it. I'd like, I'm going back to the argument you posed earlier in the season, Mr. I want consistency. Yeah. I want consistency. I don't think they were the exact same challenge. They were the same challenge. I I wholeheartedly disagree with that. Where, what, what is the discrepancy for you between the two challenges? The positioning on the field? It's the same, it's the same, it's the same area. It's in the box. It takes the clear and obvious scoring chance out of it. But it still should have been a penalty and a yellow card then, no? Instead of a red card? Because if it wasn't a scoring chance, it was still a foul in the box. Are you talking Cancelo or today? Today. Today? Could have easily been. But I don't think it was the same shoulder-to-shoulder, non-ball-playing challenge that right. we saw. They, you're, he got pushed today. Instead I think of Trent was a little shoulder. bit more level with him. And I think that... There was probably a little bit less force in Trent's. It feels like he. They feel like uh, was it Sessegnon or who was it? It was Sessegnon. Yeah, it felt like he was looking for it a little bit. Like he was waiting for Trent to put an arm on him and he was going down. Can, all I'm saying is, Kinsella were, ran to the man. All he I'm didn't saying, run to the ball. He ran to the shoulder. So did Trent. <laughs> Trent did not play the ball. He didn't make an attempt to play the ball. Play the I, man. I, I mean, I, we I, we can sit here and argue it all we want, but at the end of the day, all I'm saying is they're very very similar challenges in the same area of the pitch that were ruled completely different ways. I think it was fair that Cancelo got sent off. It was a dumb challenge. Ultimately, I think Ederson just had the ball. I think Ederson just had it covered. Mm -hmm. Didn't need to make the challenge. He made it anyway. He got sent off. It is what it is. Do I think the De Bruyne penalty at the other end in the 95th minute was a little soft? Yes, I do. But we take that. You know, it was, it was three points. There was contact. De Bruyne went down, took a page right out of Mohamed Salah's book, and he fucking hit the dirt, aye, and he aye. won us a pen. The Liverpool slander from you in the past 30 minutes. <laughs> need to watch it. It's, hey, man, just watch it back and tell I, me it doesn't Salah look like... Salah stays up more than 90% of forwards in the Premier League. I would completely agree with that, but I've also seen Salah get touched on the shoulder and act like he got fucking shot in the head. Yeah, yeah but in respect... In two years. In respect, he... Two years, he goes the last time we played. Well, today today he fucking holds off two defenders hugging him on the corner and is able to spin away like he did on on Rodri and Kinsella. I'm not saying it's a penalty. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm I'm saying saying is Salah has a reputation for diving. Week in and week out. Week in and week out, he has the biggest defender on the pitch. And a reputation for diving. For 90 minutes. And a reputation for diving. He has a reputation for it. 
He built. Maybe he hasn't done it in the past couple of years, but he has a reputation for it because he's done it. This is scandalous. I'm just not going to stand for for the blasphemy right now. That's that's fine. Take the blue goggles off for a second. (laughs) They're not on. I'm not wearing any city stuff right now. I got navy pants on. It's a city jersey, two centimeters behind. Not wearing it. It's just here for propping. I'm not a city fan. Okay. It's got my back. Do we want to get into our team of the season so far? We confirmed. Do we this want to do that? Other. Do we want to hammer that out real quick? Yeah. yeah. After, after we get, yeah, let's. Yeah, we, we pretty not? much settled on it. I think. Yeah. Today, so we can just go through it. So we're just gonna do like a just context for it real quick, and then we'll finish it. Um, just real quick, like what. You looked like you we had have some a Snapchat from Dalton Cassidy into uh, a group college group chat. I, I'll read it out loud. Dalton is a Newcastle fan, so shout out uh, the Magpies. He, he just said Miguel Almiron is a god. He's been uh, playing four games in a row. He scored now. Yeah, took took the Jack. It's the Jack Grealish revenge tour. Well, so and then he went on to say Jack Grealish is a fraud and doesn't deserve to make the World Cup squad for England. Well, and then he said, "Good true. game, Rick. Thanks for getting us into third. That's just not true. <laughs> wow. I mean, Almiron. I would. I would say he's in our uh, in our team. He so is. Far. He is yeah. in our team of the season. Yeah. So let's just start that real quick. So yeah, segue into this. So doing our team of the season pre World Cup. It's just a quick little like these are the players we feel have been the best players up until now. Um, in goal, I think that's the only place we've had like a little bit of discrepancy. I have Nick Pope. I think Nick Pope for sure. It for me. I would go with Pope over. I wouldn't go Ramsdale. If it was Ramsdale, I'd have more of an argument with you. I right think it's now. Pope. I think it's Pope, Ramsdale, Allison have been the three best keepers in the league so far. So any of those three, I think, are are fine picks for me. I, w- I would probably take Pope over over Ramsdale in the sense that I think Arsenal's back line overall is a little bit stronger game in and game out. I think Newcastle's defense is far better than Arsenal's, but I think Pope is just a better yeah, keeper. I would agree um, with that. Six clean sheets, too. He's tied for most in the league right he's now. He's a that still. giant. Yeah, he's really yeah. good. Yeah. He's, he's should be England's number one. Should phenomenal. be. But it's going to be Pickford. Yeah. Uh, back, oh, back four, I think we were pretty much settled on right back, Kieran Trippier. Mm-hmm. Center backs, Saliba. Yeah. And Tiago Silva. Tiago Silva. Yeah. yeah. And then right back, or left back, Cancelo. I'm fond of thought. Yes. And then a midfield of... Xhaka DM. Xhaka, yeah. It's, uh, he's Fine. been like a free eight, honestly, yes. this, but whatever. Uh, Granite Xhaka, Kevin De Bruyne. Odegaard was one we threw out. Yep, Odegaard. I think he's been really good. I think Hoiberg oh, we threw has been out. solid. Yeah, that's... Today, not so much. Yeah, he wasn't that great today. But I think he had a couple big moments in the Champions League, which might have been recent. Yeah, kind of like skewed it for us, yeah. too. But I think he's been fine uh, for them, for Tottenham. Odegaard those, probably those can make it. Uh, I think Odegaard it. had started the season really, really well. He's kind of fallen off a little bit. Uh, honestly, it's Thomas Partey. Partey, too. Partey's been really, really good. Redacted. Nah, we can say his name now. He's been great. Been long enough. He's been great. Yeah. In fairness, he's been really James good. Madison's been good. Too. Yeah, Madison carried Leicester. Been insane. The Madison yeah. is a really good shout. Kalemans. I think Madison's, Madison's been better been than way Tillemans. better than Tillemans. Tillemans has scored has. the goals, but yeah. Madison's been the yeah. better player for sure. Just overall, like numbers on paper, Tillemans. But yeah, overall play, I think I'm going to give it to Madison. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll say Madison. I like yeah, Madison. Well, I, I like Madison. I like Madison. We'll shout to the to the, the lower league, the lower level yeah, fellows, the little boys. Yeah, they're not they're not doing great, but Madison's been playing really really well. Um, and then line. front three, I think we pretty much had it as well. Erling yeah. Holland, Miguel Almiron, Phil Foden. 
Yeah, the only other one we had in there was uh, Martinelli. Yeah, I think you could... Sokka probably has a shout yeah. on the right wing, too. I, th- I think Martinelli, you could probably flip-flop with Foden, and I'd be perfectly fine with it. The only player in that... F- oh, I think Almiron and Holland are like... There's no arguments there. You like, yeah. It's really tough to make a case against either of those players. Holland's got fucking 18 goals already. Um, equal with Ronaldo from last season. Yeah. Already. He's, gonna 12- He's already scored... What what was it? Sixty percent of Man United's goals from last he's, year. He's outscored Man. He's outscoring Man United right now by himself. Yeah, he's honorable mention than the whole team. Estupinian. Yep. Bobby Firmino. Estupinian. Bobby Firmino. Lissandro Martinez probably. Lissandro Martinez for sure. We almost put him in, um, yeah. but he would just been a little bit too spotty. Like I'd overall, put defensive Trossard in, in my honorable mention. Trossard, Trossard absolutely. A hundred percent. Trossard is in my yeah in there. Uh, Allison honorable mention in goal. Yep. For sure. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it. If Hoiberg doesn't make the team, give an honorable mention to Hoiberg as well. Yeah. He's been great. We've touched on him already, but he's been great. Rodrigo for start Leeds, the season too. Pretty decent. Yeah, Rodrigo's Rodrigo. been been very good. Rodri for City, Rodri. I also think has been a lot of good players. Exceptional. It's a little bit like uh, more cut and clear though. I feel like than it was last year. Absolutely. Last year it felt like we could go in so many directions. Mm-hmm. With the, yeah, and this absolutely. is just the uh, the team of the season so far. Not even our halfway one. Yeah, it's no, just like sure. pre World Cup team of the season chat. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to be looking at our, our actual team of the half season probably mid-January. Yeah, yeah. sounds about right. Christmas fixtures. Yeah, 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 yeah. after the New Year, which is weird. Or Middle of the season's after Boxing Day this year. Shout out the World Cup, I guess. And yeah, I think that's... That's it. We got, that we got was anything this week's yeah, Premier that's League this week. fixtures. We're just just yeah. running through Prem stuff, talking to Prem. Be on the lookout. We got a mini-sode, I think, probably coming out before this one. Probably, yeah. Um, so you'll have seen that before. This episode, we're doing some World Cup stuff. We're actually doing it this time. We have the camera and everything. We're all yeah. set up. We're ready yeah. to go. Let's go. All right. See you guys later. Peace. Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, rate the podcast, share it with a friend. Bye. Deuces. Peace.